When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome to another video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout. If you're watching this on YouTube, yes, I'm a Simpsons character again. If you caught the deadline stream yesterday, uh, I've got some webcam issues at the moment. Fixed tonight, we will, we've been pushing this back as long as possible, haven't we, Jenny? But the thing I need hasn't arrived, so I'm still a Simpsons man. Yeah, we were thinking by 2pm today your delivery was going to arrive, right? <laughs> I've been on standby all day waiting for this, and, and now I'm still talking to a Simpsons character. Yeah, so I you know. know. I know, but like a lot of people said yesterday, it's an improvement for some. So, yeah, thank, thanks for that, everyone. Um, yeah, so uh, Janny's here. We don't normally do a team selection video when there's games going on, but there's so much to talk about. I kind of thought we'd, we'd squeeze one in uh, this week. So we're going to chat about how things are going so far and Jenny's how you're set up um, ahead of game week 21. Can you believe it's game week 21? It's sort yeah. of over halfway now. I remember the time where everyone was like, oh, we're just a third of the way through the season. Well, that was a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> We've gone no. from a third to half in like a handful of, in like literally a couple of weeks. Um, and it's weird because, yes, we've had loads of fixtures, but I thought in that third to half, we would see huge amount of like gain and, and mm. loss. But actually, ranks haven't don't seem to have changed a huge amount. But maybe it's just one of those six or one half dozen of the other. If you're unlucky one week, you're lucky the next, and and so on and so forth. It's kind of starting to balance out this whole this whole luck thing. So mm. you know, as you'd expect, and over 38 game weeks, I genuinely believe it does balance out. Like, yeah, you might have been stunned by Spurs Burnley because of the snow, but then maybe you didn't captain Salah last night or whatever. Like, I feel like over 38 weeks, it tends to balance out oh, you but can, look you every can FPL tell, manager thinks they're the unluckiest in the world right I was gonna, you can tell Jenny's 81k in the world now last year it's all luck isn't it this year it all balances <laughs> out <laughs> I see how it is um, right we're gonna get into some details in just a sec uh, just before we do I just want to talk quickly about So Rare who are partnered with Scout this year if you don't know what So Rare is it's worth checking out um, it's a way of building a squad of players and competing against other managers. You basically build a team um, using like real life uh, players and cards that you you buy and you assemble your squad and then you can compete in other tournaments, win more cards. Um, the cards are like unique or there's only a certain amount of them and all of that. So if you're interested in that kind of squad building element of something and wanting to invest money in something that I think is only going to get bigger, it's really exploding popularity the last 12 months uh, and more and more leagues are getting officially licensed cards as well. Uh, the perfect way in is with the So Rare Academy. There isn't a game uh, this week. It uh, starts again on the 4th of January. But sign up, get involved, have a look at it, and you can learn the ropes and how to play. And you can choose some sort of everyone available. And you can win real cards as well. Vinicius Jr. has been given to the top uh, manager, uh, worth €600. Euros. Neville Fakir, €400. Euros. Terra Moffi, €175. Euros. Uh, so give it a go. Right, Jani, let's talk, let's talk briefly about kind of what's going on um, so far. So I've got your screen here. Uh, Batichi's babes on the screen, five at the back again. You're on 30 points so far. You've got quite a few left. You've got De Gea, James, Cancelo, uh, Alonso, Ronaldo, Foden, all to go. So you're in decent shape. I mean, Bowen really came in for you, didn't he? He did love Jared Bowen. Do you know what? That's, that's definitely one of those where 
I mean, you probably, you'll probably tell me the stats were suggesting he was going to produce. I've no doubt the stats were there. But just from watching games, I, I, I tend not to look at stats, but just from the eye test, like it was very clear that Jared Bowen was in a rich vein of form and the points were close. Like, and I, you know, I'm no genius. What, 30% of FPL, the FPL community jumped on him for a reason. I mm. don't know what his ownership is, probably around 10%. But on Twitter, it's certainly... you yeah, but on Twitter, it feels like more like 30 to 50, and rightly so. Like, he's doing really well. When you watch Bowen and Antonio, you think, God, if I'm only going to invest in one West Ham asset, it's Jared Bowen all day long. And some doubted that he might not start two games in three days, and he was the one West Ham attacking player I was really confident over two starts in three days. And that's because, well, we spoke about it, as didn't we? I remember saying, you know, two days ago, it was his durability, his time in the championship, the reliance West Ham put on set pieces, and without Creswell, Bowen's corners are needed. But the open play, three assists, should have got the, the goal. Well, he should. I, I guess it was a foul on the halfway line, but so unlucky that that was even picked up. Those fouls on halfway line, 10 seconds for a goal, they're never picked up. But of course, it, it, it was this time round. But yeah, West Ham hitting some goals when they went 1 0 down to a Dennis goal. Oh my God. Dennis, he's going to get three bonus now. I've got King on the bench. You got the assist. But yeah. <laughs> As always, Watford went on a, a run of just being very open at the back. And Watford defence, Norwich defence, they're definitely the two to target. Well, it, and, yeah. and it was Newcastle as well. but Yeah, was, uh, I nearly said Newcastle. Yeah. I stopped myself going for the third one. <laughs> I think Watford and Norwich are completely right. Yeah, Bowen's a frustrating one for, for myself. I, I could have gone for either Bowen or Antonio. Um, the only reason I didn't go for Bowen was because I didn't really want to hold Jimenez for that much longer. And yeah. I thought Antonio should at least bully the Watford defence. It was Bowen. If I, if it was a straight out shoot between both of them, I, I would have gone for Bowen. It's just that positional yeah. classification of, of Bowen. There's, there's options in midfield, right? And I, I really wanted Madison. You know my feelings on Madison going forward. You know, it's Norwich and Burnley next. I, I wanted to leave that slot open for him. Of course, now he's got the injury as well. So we think he's going to be a bit of a doubt. Um, yeah. So I might end up moving for Tielemans, actually, given that he's had the rest and has been looking quite good in previous matches. Yeah, I don't. I like that call. I was thinking the same. I was very set on Madison. I tweeted it before Leicester even played yesterday to say that target Norwich, his old club. And then I saw the injury and it didn't look good. I know we haven't got any anything, any sort of confirmation. And guys, check out like Fantasy Football Scout Twitter for all the press like mm. uh, coverage, the press conferences to know about Madison's injury. But very good, he signals straight over to the. <laughs> he signals straight over. Look, I'm used to the. I'm used to the promos, right? If I'm not promoting Fest or the book, I can do Scout Twitter. I can do YouTube. Um, follow me on Instagram, guys. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll sell out for anything. <laughs> someone commented on one of my videos not long ago. It was on Scout. It was for a watch along, and they said something like, "I felt like I was just watching an hour of like of like Janny's self production and like shopping television." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, apologies. That one was a bit heavy." But no, back to Leicester like Madison signals straight to the bench when you signal straight to the bench that like, I need to come off that's not I'm going to be playing in two days three days time not usually anyway it didn't look good look like his calf I I completely agree I, I think he's uh, he's he's had injury problems in the past as well he's he's been starting almost every game because I think he yeah. has to given that Leicester need goals and he's been arguably the best player I think the rest for Tielemans I was I was between them both anyway but my love for Madison I think was was you know going to lead me that way um, unless we get something in Rogers which literally just says he's fine to start. Uh, I think I still want to get, grab a Leicester player for those next two games, um, yeah. so I think I'll go for him. Uh, Son captain, six points. We had a very interesting discussion, didn't we? Five minutes before the deadline uh, on the deadline stream live, I was on Foden captain. You talked me out of it, put me on Son, and then I shook off my 
you know, no, don't listen to Janny. Come on, let's, let's not let him mind games me two minutes before the deadline. And I put it back on mm. Foden. Uh, I'm guessing you regret that yeah, now. You, you, were, you, were, you were sort of 60-40, weren't you? Yeah, like given the option, I if you said to me, you can, you can swap your armband halfway through a game week and give it to Foden, I would absolutely do that right now. Like before I even know about Man City's team lineup I wouldn't do that for many players like I tweeted that yesterday I was like how many players would you take your six some points off and give the armband Salah yes Foden yes the others I was like would I give it to Jota or Trent before the Leicester game so no probably not I'd take the six but for Foden absolutely so yeah I, I'm rooting for you as because obviously I own Foden so I still want big points there but yeah I think you think you did very well with your captaincy there well, we'll see. If he's in, if he's in the starting lineup, I'll be, I'll be confident. But Janny, the big news. Let's talk about the big news. And we've already had some people uh, in the chat um, already. Daniel seven seven six six seven is in there. He's on fourteen points and a blank Salah captain. Uh, we've already been asked not to laugh at people who have captained Salah. I mean, laughing at people who captain Salah is, is poor form. Yeah. But. No one's gonna like. No one. No one here. <laughs> no one here is here for the laugh. But there is nothing wrong with enjoying the blank yourself if you're gaining overall <laughs> rank or beating people in mini leagues. Laughing at other people's failures ain't nice. But he's, looking I, at your own team and how that affects you, you can you can raise a you know a, can, a, a little smile. Can, I mean, I I don't want to laugh at people who captain Salah. If I had Salah, I would have captained him. I was tempted to free hit. To free hitting back in. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Have, I have. I don't think I've ever seen a community more confident on someone hauling because yeah. the non-owners were terrified, and the owners were so happy with the fact they'd kept him because the likes of yeah. Ronaldo and Son hadn't gone crazy. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I don't want to. Obviously, I'm not going to love people, but it, you, it is a hell of a thing to have happened. It's the first yeah. time Salah has ever got less than one point in any game he's played in the Premier League. And it's the fact that he's done it in a game where he was so heavily backed against such a poor defence and the fact that so many people had sold him. Yeah. It's it's like, you know, you, you talk about, you think about the reasons why you play FPL and stuff. And I know you might have got burned with something like this and, and if you kept him and stuff, but you have to admit, it is absolutely incredible that this kind of thing happened, isn't it? Because, <laughs> I mean, what are the odds? What odds would you have got on this, on this happening? I was terrified, were you? Yeah, I really was. Like I was, I was there watching the game. I actually put a bet on Salah for shots on target. So I was like, if he does get loads of shots on target or scores goals, I'll be rewarded in one way. When I know I'll, I'll really not be rewarded through FPL. But I looked at it and was like, okay, Liverpool just. I think they last time they didn't score a Premier League goal was in in March. Mm. Like they've scored for thirty five games consecutively. Salah, as you say, has never got a zero. Um, and I think that's in something like, is that in like 175 or 200 games or something ridiculous? Yeah. So yeah, the, again, it was one of those where it was just really, really unlucky, really bad luck for those that did captain Salah. And of course, anyone that did own him would have captained him. We were rewarded for selling him last week as. But what I would say is if you sold Salah last week, there is a very good chance you bought and captained Ronaldo. Well, Ronaldo got one point. Mm. Like... So in game week 19, when all of us Ronaldo captain has got one point, we I, I, I took it and it was fine and you move on. Salah's disappointing zero last night feels like it's been blown up. But what I would say is there's a very good chance Salah captaincy 
if you got a zero from him last night, you captained him, there's a very good chance this season you have been rewarded time <laughs> and again for Salah captaincy hauls. It's I, I okay think, for him to blank once. I think I think a lot of it isn't like people being happy and obnoxious and, and you know, because I've, I've been on Twitter quite a lot and on Scout and, and looking at the reactions. It's just an outpouring of relief from people yeah. that you've you've backed against someone who's so highly owned. If he'd got 15, 20 points that some people have been predicting i mean that is a game you know that is a game ending decision in theory and the fact is if you captained him okay you got zero points you know it's not the end of the world but if you did have him and he'd gone big i could i could have been down to 100k you know my my great season could have just completely unraveled just with one player doing something like that so I think you've got to give the non-owners and the people who went against him and didn't, you know, knee-jerking back in for hits and stuff. You've got to give them a a bit of credit because it was, I it was, was so I was so scared honestly yesterday. Um, I really was, and yeah, I think it's it, it couldn't really have gone better. But yeah, it does feel like massively um, dodged a bullet. <laughs> it was a brave call, as but when you look at the game, Liverpool didn't turn up, and Salah was not in and amongst it. If Salah had gone and hit the bar three times and missed two one-on-ones, you look at it and go, geez, they were really, really unlucky. Now, of course, they were unlucky because he missed a pen, but Liverpool and Salah for FPL points yesterday were relying on a penalty. Mm. And other than that, very, very little, right? So I look at Salah and it wasn't one of those games where he dominated and you go, he should have got a 20-point haul. Yeah, he should have scored his penalty, you know, where the XG is 0.78, you expect him to score, of course. But... How many points do you get there? What, you get the five for the goal, the 2.7. He probably doesn't hit bonus if Liverpool win a football match 1-0. Like, usually, when Liverpool win a football match 1-0 and Salah's the scorer, you look at the defenders and they still out, out outscore him in the BPS, right? So, it's seven, maybe he could have got an eight or a nine. It wouldn't have been absolutely, like, game-changing. Yes, it would have if he goes and scores a hat-trick, but he never looked like he was going to do that yesterday. So, I'd look at it and go, just weren't meant to be. No, I think the, the biggest story was Mane. And the chances yeah. he missed. I mean, that's what, like yeah. eight goal, eight games without a goal now for Mane and playing like a player who hasn't scored in eight games. I mean, he had two absolutely fantastic chances in that yeah. match that an in-form Mane would have, would have put away. So Jota. Jota missed one or yeah. two big chances as well. Like if I was a Jota captainer, I'd be just as annoyed as, as the Salah captainers. Like Jota missed a chance as, as, as likely to score as a penalty almost. Like the XG on that chance at the end of the first half was probably a 0.5. Like you expect Jota to put them away. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Le- Leicester's game plan was, I saw the lineup and I saw the way they were set up and playing. And, and I just thought this is, all, it just had everything that made me think this is going to be a bloodbath. And the fact it wasn't, yeah, it, it was it was something I'll, I'll remember. But normally you remember your players scoring, but it is it's very strange to, to be that you know that kind of happy when when happy and relieved when a when a highly owned player blanks um it's all about your your big at the back as well so you're still five at the back um this week you're not next week i've got your team that we'll talk about in a sec i think you're probably going to be moving away from some of these guys uh but i mean it's a strong looking back five he must be disappointed with regulon obviously with his with his zero but he's he's very advanced isn't he i was watching that spurs game he's he's almost alonso-esque in the sense that he's getting into the penalty area a lot yeah, he is. That's all I needed to sign him way back a month ago. It was just seeing he is Alonso-esque. Um, my issue now with Regulon is he went off at half-time and, and Spurs fans will tell you, oh, he was on a yellow card and he played the game before. I That's not like Conte. Conte doesn't take players off on a yellow card when you've got loads of the ball and you're against 10 men and you're not likely to make many challenges. 
that for me was in was a knock some uh, nothing's been said yet nothing has been confirmed i would not be surprised if regalon is injured um that's not like conte as i said and the fact he was on a yellow means nothing like you were playing against 10 men with loads of the possession regalon was not up against it he wasn't having a game where you thought he's going to get sent off i don't think mm. so um, I'm worried there. And also Matt Doherty came on the left wing, a left wing back, um, left forward, and had two chances. And I was like, if Regalon had had that chance, he'd have stuck it away. Regalon, for me, honestly, <laughs> I've had one six-point return and the rest I've had zeros and ones. And yeah. I've owned him for probably eight game weeks now. It's ridiculous. Even against Norwich, when they got the clean sheet, he went off before 60, injured. So I am keeping him and I'm keeping my patience with him because I just think when he gets a run and gets starts and he's fit, and Spurs have clipped, he's going to get so many attacking points. I think he's really good value at like 5.2. He's, he's, he's a bit like Cancelo in a sense, isn't he? That yes. you, you can sense this haul coming and he never really hasn't delivered on it yet. I mean, there's he had a, a nine against Leeds and a 12 against Brentford and then 21 minutes, four minutes, he had a bit of an injury and then sort of seven against Palace. Like he's, he, when he plays, he kind of does do okay, but you always feel like there is a big, big haul in yeah. him and yeah I, I think if he's fit I, I i watched that southampton game before he went off and i was like oh my god he's gonna get something out of this because he yeah. is he's making the runs into that box so often and looking for the ball yeah no i'm happy there and i look at my defenders he's definitely not one i'm looking to cut like the chelsea lads are top of that list like alonso will be my first sell out of those five yeah Absolutely. Um, right, let's come to your team uh, for 21. Obviously, there's not a lot we can do about the points this week other than hope for a Foden hat-trick tonight. That'd be nice. Uh, this is your team going into 21. So you've got De Gea in goal, uh, Alexander-Arnold, Rhys James, Regulon and Cancelo. You've got Son captain this week, uh, Bill Foden, Bowen, Jota, Saka and Ronaldo Weiss. It's a nice team, Jenny, I have to say. You're 81k for a reason. You're well set up, I think. Uh, Foster on the bench, Alonso, King, interesting, and Lacardia. I'm playing King this week, which is why I say interesting. Well, I kind of have to. <laughs> I haven't really got anyone else. Um, you must be happy, though. I mean, you're, you've got all the main bases covered. You haven't got Sally. You're a bit ahead of the curve on that. What are you thinking? What's your What, what moves are you thinking this week? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm really loving it this season. I'm not going to lie. Like, And it's... <laughs> You can say you love a season or you hate a season based purely on rank, but I just like how this season's going. Like, it's not purely on rank. I feel like I'm actually enjoying it and I'm not enjoying it just because of the rank. Um, at times last season, I enjoyed it and my ranks were terrible just to try and prove that point. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that 80K improves quite drastically knowing I've got so many players in action still this game week with my double Chelsea, with my double City, with Foden. So if Foden outscores Bilva which I think he has got, I've got a good chance of that happening. I'm, I'm hoping that 80K can become a 60K, mm. for example. But yeah, next week, I mean, it's so tricky. With Chelsea playing Liverpool and City playing Arsenal, that's what, two, four, it's about, what, six, seven, eight, seven or eight of my players? Like, mm. it's a, seven of my players, I think, are playing against each other in two <laughs> fixtures, which I could see being stalemate fixtures. Mm. Like, City always back to score, but... Chelsea, I don't expect much from Arsenal. Chelsea, Liverpool, that could be a nil-nil or a one-one, very low scoring. So I do feel like this week I'm going to have a low scoring week. But then I look at the at those assets and think, do you know, most people have got City, most people have got Liverpool, most people have got some Arsenal and some Chelsea as well. Um, so the, the the ones that stick out, are my Spurs players, I like Regulon and Son, obviously Bowen and Ronaldo and and De Gea, and I hope I get points from those guys, which will be a bit of a differential. But still, I look at it and go, I could do so much better this week. Now, if the double game week fixtures are announced with enough planning time, 
for me to contemplate a free hit, which I'm ve- I would be very keen to do that. I genuinely think game week 21 for me will be a free hit if we get two, three, four extra fixtures and we get the likes of Aston Villa, the likes of Leicester, the likes of West Ham with nice double game weeks. I would load up on those assets. You look at West Ham, I'd go Antonio and Bowen. You look at Villa, I'd want Watkins if they did a nice double mm. game week. There's there's some nice choices there of players that are very lowly owned in teams that you can still rely on a little bit. You know, we're not talking about double up, doubling up on Burnley or or you know Norwich here. So yeah, I want a double game week, and I just need the fixtures to do that. I haven't thought too much about me making a normal transfer. My plans were going to be Foden or Saka out to Madison if I was going to make one simple mm. transfer it was to target Leicester but actually I'm pretty sure we're going to get some fixtures and I'm pretty sure I'll be free hitting also it's hard to sell Saka I mean I know the fixtures aren't great but you know, yeah. the amount of goals Arsenal scored lately I mean I hate to say this but I look at your team and I think it's about as strong as it could be I, I can't think of any ways in which I would massively improve it I think the only ways that you could you can there's a few people asking in the chat, FPL Dream, for example, uh, says he's looking for a few cheeky punts. I mean, my I mentioned Tielemans earlier, um, who I yeah. think I'm going to be getting for my own side. I think Sterling's going to be an interesting differential for people who have got have got Salah and looking to move him down, maybe not looking for a Ronaldo Son, you know, looking for another premium, uh, someone yeah. like that. You've got Rafina coming back as well, double game it's on the, on the on the horizon. And then you've got the, the Aston Villa strikers, Watkins and Ings, like you mentioned. But they are all... You know, they're, they're all kind of a bit left field. I think in terms of a purely, like, strength side, I've really, really liked your team. I, th- I think it's great. It's really hard to mock, and I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Az. Um, I, I mean, yeah, in terms of differentials, I would look at that Leicester team. Like, I think you're right to highlight Tielemans, because if Madison doesn't play, when we saw Madison out earlier this season, we saw Tielemans playing as the ten. So if he goes for that that number 10 in the team, Tielemans goes from an 8 mm. to a 10 without Madison at times if the formation's right. I also think Lookman could get a nice run of games. Like, he's scored two goals in two now, yep. but really good when he came on. He's 0.2% owned, Lookman. Don't forget Harvey Barnes is injured. Don't mm. forget Vardy is very likely going to be injured. I know he played on yesterday, but he was really struggling. They'd used all their subs. It was like, stay on the pitch because you can occupy some players, but you can't run, and he couldn't. So I just wonder if someone like, yeah, that that Leicester midfield, and look, if he comes back from his hamstring injury in the next week or two, I'd also look at Daka. The beauty of Daka is Ian Acho goes to the AFCON. Well, Daka doesn't. Daka's country which might be Daku is, Daku is, is, is out though. He's out until the 15th. Yeah, he's, he's out with a hamstring injury. And according to the site, it's 15th of Jan, but that he could be back sooner rather than later. So monitor that one because I, I just think Daka could be the only fit forward. He could be back before Vardy is back and Ian Acho could be off to the AFCON in, I know not this week, but by game week 22. So I just keep your eyes on that. I think Leicester's definitely a team to target. Yeah, look, Lookman's a, a good shout, actually. I didn't realise just how many starts he's had over the last over the last six games. He started five, scored three goals in that time. I mean, he's you know he's prone to an early sub, and I think we're, you, it's likely that if he starts and it isn't really working, I think he's always going to be one of the first players they take off, you know, to, to try yeah. and you know to try and change things up a bit but you know, he's, he's above six... the likes of Perez now though isn't yeah he, the he is order. he is absolutely and for six million you know I think he, he could be a, a, a good pick it's funny with, with players like Lookman and, and Damari Gray these are these are guys who 
know, were in the league and had potential and didn't really do it and then went off to, you know, different countries and they've been brought back for nothing, like really little money, really. And now yeah. they're starting to show kind of, you know, a, a glimpses of what we what we kind of wanted to see a few years ago in the Prem. So fair play to him. It was yeah. a great goal, wasn't it, from, from Lookman? Great goal. Like he looked, it was his, it was the pass and move. Mm. Again, it was targeting Trent. No, I look at Trent and I'm like, if Trent tracks Lookman, he wins that he can win the ball off him quite comfortably, but he doesn't. And that is that is where, yeah, and I've just seen in the comments, uh Metallica says Trent couldn't deal with Lookman. And it's mm. true, like they were definitely targeting Trent again, like we see it so often against Liverpool. And I love Trent, he's so good going forward, but you do see teams target him in different ways. Sometimes it's crosses to his back post. Yesterday it was balls over the top or neat one twos. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean the, I mean Van Dyke did a good job though. I thought, like in terms of, oh, I mean, yeah. uh, I mean he, what he did was he stopped Lookman bending it into the corner, right? Yeah. He, he, and the only place Lookman could near have put post. it was was where he did, and and, and he did it. Uh, so Allison has been caught on that near post a couple of times this season, but yeah, you can. You, it's hard to criticize a goalkeeper like Allison. It's hard criticizing Trent too. I don't like to do it, but yeah, it, it just happened again last night. But. I just got froze. I read the comment from FPL Bood saying, there seems to be a lot of you just trying to fill airtime. It's not possible or worthwhile trying to plan until you know what teams have had COVID. Yeah, I completely disagree with that. I think there absolutely is sense in planning and, and trying to work out what you want to do. That's the only thing you can control in this, in this yeah. game. You know, we can't but control who gets injured. We can't control who gets affected by COVID. But what we can control is, you know, targeting teams with double game weeks coming up. Um, teams with good fixtures, still looking at player data, doing all the things the same and just accepting there's going to be large elements of this that we can't do anything on. Yeah, like I'm still looking at my team. I've got an Excel spreadsheet, which I've created myself, and I have got highlighted every player that I'm going to have, hopefully in game week 22, which should have a double game week. Now, we all know there's places on Twitter we can go and check out possible double game weeks. I've seen Scout posted today with Lego Man's great chart. Check that out. And I'm planning my chip strategy already. Now, I know it's very uh, dependent on postponements, but I'm already thinking, hmm, probably don't need to free hit in 22. That means free hitting in 21 is an option. So mm. again, like, as I've said, that's an option. My other options in 21, if I don't free hit, are a simple transfer. I've got 0.7 in the bank. I'm thinking, where do I want to upgrade? And the obvious place to upgrade is if I don't want to sell, say, a Saka or a Foden to Madison or a Tiedemann's, then I look at Lacardia and my plan was always Lacardia to Brogia. And I've got enough money in the bank to make that move. Now, if Southampton get doubles, I definitely want Brogia in. Um, so look, we can definitely plan ahead. Like, yes, it's all subject to change. But if FPL is your game of choice and you're watching this video, so I'm guessing it probably <laughs> is, then there's no there's no harm in that. Yes, that plan might go up in smoke, but don't they always in FPL? Like, exactly. It's I fun know. to plan. Of course, of course it is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we're talking about double game weeks. I mean, we, we still don't have any news about when, when they're going to yeah. be. We're obviously all expecting the bumper double game week in, in 22 still. That seems the most logical time for fixtures to be rearranged. There has been some talks and rumours of... Um, a couple of games sort of being rescheduled quite soon. So Hassan Hootall dropped in that the Brentford Southampton game um, could be. Was, was was that in twenty one? He was hinting at as well. Uh, yeah, twenty one. Yep. That would have been a twenty one double, not a twenty two. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also some talk from uh, Palace fans. I think it is that they their game with Watford uh, has been showing on the ticket website as potentially being in twenty one um, as well. So as you know, these are just complete rumours. There's nothing confirmed on this at the moment. Um, but, you know, if you've got the likes of Gallagher and Dennis, who scored, of course, and King and, you know, Brozier, like you mentioned, 
we might start seeing these players have a double game again. If that happens, if that gets dropped in, you know, quickly. And you mentioned before we came on, do you remember the double game week where um, they did it on the deadline and it kind of blew everyone's minds and everyone was absolutely fuming? I feel like that. that wasn't that long ago. That might have been Project Restart. I think but it yeah, was. We were all yeah. waiting for what was going to be a double. We never got it. So we all made our transfers. And as soon as that FPL deadline hit, which at the time I think was uh, 11.30, and by 11.31, the new fixtures were out for the yeah. next week. But the, the, the only reason why there wasn't mass hysteria about that was because we'd planned and because we'd yeah. been looking at, you know, things like Lego Manny's spreadsheet. And we knew these fixtures were, were very likely. And it was just a confirmation of kind of what we already knew. If that had happened without any, you know, without looking into it and you hadn't planned at all for it, it would have been absolute carnage. So... Yeah, you, you've got to keep you've got to keep track of as best you can of what's happening and what's changing, just so you don't get completely caught out. Um, and definitely keep track on those teams that have had COVID cancellations and, and or postponements. Because, for example, I mentioned Brozier. Now, I'm not going to buy Brozier until I know there's certainty over that fixture. Because, of course, he plays Newcastle. Now, Newcastle's game this week has been postponed against Everton on tomorrow night. So, again, you're looking at that thinking, OK, so if Newcastle's game is postponed on Thursday, their game on, what, what is it, Sunday or Monday? Well, there's a very good chance that game against Southampton will also be postponed. So, again, mm. you you have to be hesitant with those moves, looking at the teams that have had troubles with 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 players testing positive. Absolutely. Uh, right, Jenny, it's half an hour. Thank you so much for joining me this late. I know we normally do these a bit earlier in the day. Uh, like I said, if anyone's wondering, and you joined late and you're wondering why I'm Simpsons characters because my webcam is still not working. But I have got a new part arriving tonight, so I'll be back. You can, you'll all be relieved to know that you can see me again back from tomorrow. Uh, Josh and I are doing a fan team video tomorrow, and it's a Scoutcast tomorrow, which is Thursday at 2pm with Andy and Joe. So tune in for that. Uh, but Johnny, I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much for joining me, and I will see you again next week. Thank you.